Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Wednesday, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEV radio.com. You know, I, I kind of like this TC last week. We didn't get to talk to you on Wednesday. I missed you, but we talked on Friday. So not as long a wraparound time today. So twice in five shows or whatever. It's good to have you. How are you? There you go. I didn't miss you nearly as much as I normally miss you by now. That's certainly good. TC, I hope you uh, don't uh, spend too much time today criticizing the Baltimore Orioles. I wouldn't want you to be suspended. What a crazy story that is, isn't it? I mean, this is a team having the breakthrough year that everyone's been waiting for. It's nothing but good news for the Baltimore Orioles. And they go and create a firestorm. Fans chanting free Kevin Brown last night. It was fantastic. Shame on them. Uh, and I can't wait to hear how he handles his return because uh, they have absolutely created a firestorm. And he is, is the good guy in all of this. And they are the villain. He said nothing nothing. I mean, there was not even any editorial. There was no personal comment. He just read off stats and facts. What? Now you can't, if they lose a game, are you not supposed to mention that they lost? I mean, it's crazy. Talk to me a little bit. Cause I am curious about kind of uh, how all of this comes about. I was listening to everybody, right? Obi and you talked about it. And on Monday's game, I was listening to Michael K on the Yankee side of things or on his radio show rather. And he's like, well, Hey, this is a pre-planned graphic. So people have come up with this idea. They've built this graphic and he has said it. So basically everybody needs to be suspended because everybody has a hand in this. My question is, as someone who does what you know you do, who's kind of coming up with these ideas is the broadcaster saying, I want to talk about this, go find me it. Or is everybody kind of coming together? Yeah, it can go either way, but everybody's got to come together in the end. I mean, we have, you know, we, we talk in the morning, we're already talking about tonight's show. Uh, last night is a great example. You know, in the, the ninth inning, the show was kind of put together and Papelbon and I were talking. And so I called our producers and said, Hey, you know, let's let's throw together a graphic showing the bullpen over the nine last nine ten games compared to what they were prior to it, uh, because it feels I didn't have the numbers in front of me. I said it feels like the bullpen's finally paying the price for how much usage they've had, and so then they create a graphic, which was exactly right. Last ten games, the ERA seven something. It had been two point nine zero in the twenty games prior to that. So now that's a graphic that is going to support what we're talking about. So sometimes it comes from us because we have the idea for what it is we want to talk about. We want some support. Sometimes they will present the graphic to us and say, hey, look at this. And that'll lead us uh, to, to what we're going to talk about. I don't know in this case which was which. But the, the crazy thing about it, it all emanated from, from a note in the Orioles game notes. Now, yes. those are created by Orioles public relations and are handed out to, to the broadcasters and, and writers. And, and that worries me because – you know, there were times, and, and I've criticized the Red Sox for it, I've criticized other teams for it, is, you know, when a team's going bad, you've got to put the bad notes in your game notes. And some teams don't. Some teams, it's all, you know, you would have no idea that a team has lost eight of their last ten. You know, it's all the, all the because you can always twist the stats to, to look better or worse, right? So I hope this doesn't have any kind of chilling effect on teams' PR departments on what they put in the game notes, because that would be trouble. Tom Karen, Red Sox insider over in Nesson with us here on the Brady Varka Show. TC, I promise I will get to the Red Sox in a second, but I have one other question. Something we were talking about yesterday was a report out of Patriots camp. And just as someone who's been in clubhouses and been around teams, I wanted your thought on this. There was a report that came out that Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones basically aren't friends. And Mac is kind of out here degrading is the wrong word. Like he won't say Zappi's name. He uh, won't acknowledge Zappi's presence. Really just talk to me a little bit about clubhouse and team dynamics. How often is it 
that guys are more rivals than we're led to believe. Well, I, you know, I do. One thing I've learned covering a lot of different teams and a lot of different sports is that uh, competition is good. These guys are used to competition. Uh, you know, I've covered a lot of goalie controversies where two goalie, you know, the Red Sox have, I mean, the Bruins have two goalies who'd probably be starters on just about anybody, anybody's team right now. Uh, and, and those are usually handled pretty well. It, it, the only time it really gets like that, I think, is when there's just a personality conflict. It's not about the competition because these guys have always been competitors. They have always fought for their playing time. You know, even, even if they're the best of the best, there's always been challengers to their time, right? Um, you know, in the Red Sox clubhouse, Alex Cora tells a story all the time about Dustin Pedroia's rookie year, how bad he was in April, and Cora was hitting like 400. Uh, but it was Cora who really pulled Pedroia aside and, and taught him how to handle failure and taught him how to get out of a slump and taught him, you know, to believe in himself even when things are down. And, and, and if, you know, if it really was a case where guys were worried about competitors to their playing time, I don't think you'd see that as much. So the only time it gets like that, and I was listening to uh, Steve Young was talking on something the other day and, and, and talking about, you know, when he was coming up with the 49ers, had to be a backup for so long. Uh, and, and they never really spoke to each other at all, which is crazy. Not that they yeah. didn't like each other, but they both knew what the other guy was all about. And, and, you know, one guy's the starter. He's doing his job. The other guy wants to be the starter. He's doing his job. And it's probably best to stay out of each other's way. Uh, it's interesting because things like that, when there is genuine distrust and dislike, and it does happen from time to time, that can absolutely rip up a clubhouse or a locker room. So I buried the Red Sox on Monday, right? Jared Carabas put out on Twitter, death certificate Sunday afternoon, 426. I ran with that on Monday. Then yesterday, I walked it back a little bit after the Pablo Reyes Grand Slam, and I said, there's one of two ways this goes from now on. Trevor Story comes up and hits 094 for the next three weeks and really struggles and the team is in the tank. Or Trevor Story comes up and hits 394 with seven homers in his first 12 games and the team is carried into some serious momentum. Certainly looked like the former yesterday, TC. At the plate, it was a rough debut for Story. Yeah, 0 for 4, 3 strikeouts. And, and this is part of the reason I, I don't think he wanted to, to rush back any sooner than, than he had to. I think he, he knew he's working on his timing and it's not going to get easier at the major league level. Uh, it, listen, and I, you know, one, one game is one game. We'll see what happens. Uh, but, but I, I do think that he needs to DH a little bit. I know they're talking every other day at shortstop. He's got to get his timing back at the plate. He's got to get going, uh, offensively, uh, and, and not playing is not going to get that done. So, uh, I, I hope he's in there as DH tonight or at least the, the tomorrow as a, as a shortstop, maybe the night after that, but he needs more at-bats. I'm more concerned with what they do. Last night felt flat, you know, after the wild comeback and the uh, giving up the two runs as Kansas City came back Monday and you had the walk-off grand slam. You're like, all right, that's a spark. That's that's something that gets a team going. But I, I, you go out last night in a game that you kind of need to win because you got to build a little confidence and a little momentum again before that death certificate is pinned up on the wall. And, you know, I mean, you're throwing out uh, – Brennan Bernardino has been really good for this team this year. I get it. Uh, and, and you know, uh, the other guy who came in after, whose name I'm blanking right now. Nielsen Lamette. Yeah, Lamette, thank you, uh, who was fourth in the Cy Young Award in 2020. I get it, okay, but his ERA's double digits since then. And, and you know, you, you're throwing out there guys who've been released by, by Cincinnati and Colorado. And, 
you know, you're just really at the point now where the bullpen is sagging. I love that Nick Pavetta is starting tonight. Let's get, you know, it's going to be the first time. I think I posted it last night. I think it's five and a half weeks since they've had a five-man rotation of starting pitchers. And if you're calling Pavetta a starting pitcher, you're now back there because sales going to go Friday and you've actually got five guys starting. And you can start to build your bullpen to come in in relief and maybe you'll actually get a long start here and there. Uh, but it's frustrating to watch this right now. I, this is a 10-game stretch against bad teams. And then you've got a tough schedule over the final five and a half, six weeks of the season. You've got to win series. You've got to win three out of four against Kansas City. You've got to win two out of three against Detroit and Washington. If you do all that, then maybe Sale is stretched out. Maybe Story's got his timing back. Maybe Hoke and Whitlock are back here. And you might actually be able to pull off a run at the end that can at least keep you in contention and not have six weeks of meaningless baseball. But if you don't, if you lose these games to Kansas City or this weekend at Detroit, it's, you're done. You, you know, you're done before the, the, the Patriots begin their preseason. And uh, we've had too much of that in recent years to, uh, to stomach another six weeks of meaningless baseball. DC, let me ask you another question about Story. Why does he have to hit third, though, in this time, right? Like, it's a, these are important games. He needs the reps. Couldn't he hit six, take some of the pressure off, and maybe see some more fastballs? I mean, is there that compromise in there? Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a little of that. I think that, you know, the, the, the really – and the thing that you realize now is how badly this team needs Justin Turner, how yeah. important he was to this team. He's dead day with the heel. I don't think he's playing tonight. I don't think he's playing tomorrow. And, and, you know, I think the confluence of Story's return with Turner out made it easy to slide him up there, right? I, my guess is if Turner was in the lineup last night, you would have seen exactly that. Story batting 6-7, uh, you know, taking the pressure off a little bit, easing him up a little bit. Uh, but, man, that, that Turner absence is a big deal, you know, because Jonathan Pablon said it last night. He said even when we had bad seasons, you know, we were coming at you with Ortiz and Manny and, and, and Pedroia, uh, you know, and, and guys that put a little fear into the pitching staff. You know, Devers hasn't been himself without support around him, but I, I got thinking on the way home last night, you know who's been putting that fear in? Justin Turner. You know, Turner's the guy, what was he, before the injury, he led the American League in RBI uh, over the last couple of months. He was the guy who, if there's a guy in second and third, he was getting him in. Uh, and, and man, they're just not the same lineup without him. TC, are my Mariners going to catch the Blue Jays since the Blue Jays don't ever want to lose? They did lose last night, I know, but the Mariners are two back right now. Are the M's, the M's got a chance to catch them? I don't know. I, I still, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm still in shock from watching what the Blue Jays did at Fenway over the weekend. So yeah. I, the, the Blue Jays made a believer out of me. Uh, I, you know, that lineup had been really quiet for a long time. And all of a sudden woke up over the weekend, even though they got shut out last night, that one nothing loss. Uh, they're going to get Bo Bichette back. Uh, they've got some starting pitching. Uh, if Manoa pitches like he did the other day, uh, this is a legitimate rotation again. Uh, I, I think the Blue Jays are good. I, I and, You know, and the Astros, uh, what a comeback last night, down 5 nothing to Baltimore. They come back and win that game 7-6 to six as the crowd chants for Kevin Brown. <laughs> uh, you know, you do wonder. Back, I mean, I bring a full circle back to what you're talking about at the beginning. I, in other words, I'm doing anything I can to not talk about the Mariners. Yeah. Uh, huh? Because, I mean, who cares? Uh, except for you. The, yeah, uh, but, but I do wonder if this Kevin Brown thing can become something that derails the team. You know, I, I, I do believe in, in, in Mojo. And, and I know baseball is, is a game not – you know, played with momentum or any of that stuff. But 
I, I do believe that you've created, you know, it's kind of like when the Bruins uh, had the whole thing this winter, you know, it just yeah. came out of nowhere. They overcame that. Can the, can the Orioles overcome it? We'll see. TC, much appreciated. Look forward to watching you on the Nesson broadcast tonight, and uh, we'll catch up next week. All right. Hope I didn't say anything that gets me suspended. We'll, uh, Not we'll for the Brady Farkas show, at least. You're welcome All back right, here next week. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>